0: Welcome to episode 25 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. We've all heard of the different stages of loss when someone we love passes away. Many of us have actually experienced it. We also experience loss of relationships, and we have the same stages of grief when we lose someone in a relationship when we experience that kind of loss in our lives. Today, I'm gonna be walking you through seven stages of loss where you can get stuck and giving yourself permission to be in it and to work yourself out of it. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together, we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website. The link is provided in the show notes and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. There are different kinds of loss and there are seven stages that we go through when we lose someone or we lose a relationship. Unfortunately, some of us never reach the seventh step. So what kind of loss am I talking about? I'm talking about any kind of loss. Let me just give you a few. Death, of course, is on the top of our list. Most of us have experienced that. The loss of a friendship, the loss of a pet, the loss of security, loss of a job or a career that you loved, the loss of your health, the loss of freedoms, the loss of equity or your rights, and a profound loss of someone or something special, even a close relationship. This could be a spouse, or this could be a child, or this could be a parent. It doesn't even have to be a death of the physical sense. It can be just the death or the loss of a relationship for you to feel this way. These stages can also apply to just general life disappointments with less intensity. So I think it's important just to notice what stage that you might be in as you have experienced loss. What did you pass through quickly? What did you stay around? What stage did you revisit several times? Or maybe you skipped a stage and you find yourself feeling as though you didn't experience all the things that you needed to experience. If you're a visual person, I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to draw a bell that's upside down. And in the top left-hand side, at the very top of that piece of paper... I want you to just imagine stage number one, and it's denial. Denial of the loss is shock. It's being numb. It's like this disbelief. You almost disconnect from the loss. You're afraid. You might even feel paralyzed. What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? In this denial stage, I hear a lot of parents talk about you know, what happened? I don't even know how it got to this point. It's just that shock, that numbness. That's the first stage on the top left-hand side of that curve. And of course, our next step as we go down the curve is going to be bargaining. It's like, I want my life back, so I'm going to bargain with my loss. It's negotiating, it's people-pleasing, it's pretending that everything is okay, it's avoiding, it's being so cooperative with someone because you're so afraid that you're going to upset them. The next stage, down at the bottom of the curve, is anger. It's like my life is out of control. Blaming judgment, telling our story over and over again, resentment, revenge even, hostility, reactiveness, frustration. That's when we're in the stage of anger. The next stage coming slightly up from anger is sadness. It's that feeling of, I can process this pain, but it feels terrible. We might feel heartbroken, anxious, depressed, dejected, empty, fatigued, and lonely in our stage of sadness from our loss. The next stage going up onto the other side is reconstruct. This is where we can take 100% responsibility for our own happiness We can start to uncover and discover our loss. We can learn from it. We can appreciate what we once had. We can listen. We can hear other people. We can explore potential opportunities out in the world. Being in the reconstruct stage can actually be a little uncomfortable, but it's really a great place to be and to strive to always go back to if you find yourself visiting other stages again. It's where we reconstruct what that loss was about and where we want to go from here, how we want to move forward, how we want our lives to be what we want it to look like. Your next stage of loss is going up even further. Stage number six is hope. I might not believe it yet, but I'm starting to overcome this. Really, what it's about is it's acceptance. It's a desire to change your life. It's a desire to feel good again. It's a chance. You might even experience some joy. You might feel like you have options. You might feel like you have purpose and you have a future. And then you go to the last stage. This is, I become a better person from my experience. Stage number seven is growth. That contains development, expansion, belief. You feel strong. You feel like you have potential. You feel powerful. You feel motivated. You feel alive. And you feel forgiveness. Those are the seven stages of loss. Now, I want you to understand that there is no time limit on getting through loss. There is none. We need time to take in the whole process, the whole experience of losing a relationship. Now, I want to explain a little bit about the loss of a relationship because you can have a relationship with someone. And still experience a loss of a relationship. As I think about my children, I think about the different stages they were in life. When they were babies, and then they were toddlers, and then they were little, little children, and then they were preteen, and then they were teens, and then they became young adults, and then they became mothers and fathers. There's different stages of our lives. And we can experience loss with each one of those stages. Our children or our spouse in our marriage or a good friendship can be right in front of us. And we can still have times where we feel this profound sadness of what was and is no longer. It's perfectly acceptable and it's encouraged for you to give yourself permission just to sit there with that. Sit there with that for a moment. I also want to say that all loss is not equal, and it's not the same for everyone. There are some people that handle things a lot differently, and there are losses that you experience that you're going to experience differently. I encountered that with my own parents when I lost them almost 11 years apart, I feel to this day that I love them equally and differently. I felt like my mother was sometimes difficult to get along with, but she understood me the most. She became my friend. She became someone I loved deeply. She became the person that I went to when I had a problem. She became my best friend. And when I lost her to a long illness... I didn't suffer as much as I thought I would, because I cherished the moments, I cherished the moment of going through it with her. But when it came time for my father, even though he had a long illness, I had this idea in my mind, this expectation that the loss would be the same, that I would be able to somehow find the beauty in it and find the understanding in it. My father was a great man, and he was irritating sometimes, just like we all are. He would joke way too much. He had the best hugs. And yet, his death really took a toll on me. I experienced something different. I experienced a more profound loss. It doesn't mean that I didn't love them the same. We can experience Different things. That is why we have to understand that all stages lo- of loss are not the same and they're not the same for everyone. So, your spouse may handle the loss very differently than you handle it, for example. Your siblings may handle loss differently. Your children may handle loss differently. That's why it's so important to spend time in our loss and understand our loss no matter how difficult it may be it's important to have compassion for yourself during this because you're going to revisit some of these stages for example you might be in the area where you're ready to reconstruct only to find out as you unwrap and discover what happened that you quickly move back into anger or sadness or even bargaining. It's perfectly normal. You don't necessarily have to go from one to seven in that exact order. You can bounce back and forth several times. But recognizing it and having a place to go, which is reconstruct, to get yourself to move forward is key to getting through your loss. The journey is messy. So give yourself grace to pay visits to those other stages when you need to pay visit to the other stages. When you find yourself visiting that bargaining phase or that anger and that sadness, strive to go back to where you reconstructed it. And if you haven't reconstructed your loss yet, make sure you make an appointment with me. Because in this program, we do a lot of reconstruction, moving you to hope and then to growth in your stages of loss. Here's where we have to be very careful. We can get stuck in a loop between bargaining, anger, sadness, returning to bargaining and going to anger and going to sadness. Many people will spend years in these three stages, going back and forth, going around and around. They stay in the loop of being stuck because they haven't reconstructed it. They haven't spent time with understanding it. They haven't spent time understanding that it's okay to be sad and to give themselves permission to spend a little time there, but then move forward and move on back to the reconstruct, and then to hope and to growth again. So if you're experiencing this with your kids, your kids can literally be right in front of you. But they may not be the same person that they used to be, and neither are you. They've grown up. They have responsibilities now. They may not reach out as much. They may be focused in on their own lives. They may be focused in on their relationship. But what we want to do is we want to make sure that you don't stay stuck in that bargaining, anger, and sadness loop. We want you to reconstruct. And the reconstructing again is uncovering exactly what you're thinking, what you're feeling and how you're behaving because of the feelings. Discover what you want to do. Discover who you want to be. Learn how to do that. Learn the strategies to get you there. Appreciate the balance in your life. Appreciating looking for evidence that things are going well. Listen and hear your children. Listen and hear your spouse. Listen and hear yourself. Explore, explore new opportunities, explore what you want to do at this stage in your life. Because that reconstruct allows you to move on to the hope, to having desires, to having joy, to having options, to having purpose, to having a future, and to actually accept that your loss is what it is. And then finally to growth, where you can go beyond. That acceptance, and you can develop and expand your life. You can be strong, you can be powerful, and you can be motivated to live and forgive, forgive yourself, and forgive other people. So, if you're experiencing this loss in your family, if you're experiencing this stage because your kids have moved away, it's perfectly normal, mom. It's perfectly normal, and I am definitely here to help you through that stage. I would love it if you would contact us. So a little challenge for the week is if you're experiencing some sort of loss or have been experiencing a loss in a relationship, identify what stage you're in. Are you in denial? Are you bargaining? People-pleasing? Are you in anger, number three? Are you in four, sadness? Are you ready to reconstruct and move towards hope and growth? So that's your assignment this week. Go out and make it a wonderful week. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast additionally if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations please share this podcast with her together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.